What can I tell you about Camden Town? It's a place in North London with a market and a canal. What you can't find in the market, you'll find floating in the canal, only cheaper. And that's why we moved to Camden Town, because it was cheap. Our new offices were small and sleazy, but that was okay, because so were most of our clients. We hadn't taken much with us, just some old furniture and some bad memories. And the door. It was cheaper to bring the door with us than get another one painted. Tim Diamond Inc. Private Detective. That's what it said on the glass. They were the last words Jake McGuffin ever read. But when you're being chased by two Dutch killers with a knife and a gun, and your name on both of them, you don't have time to start a paperback book. It was a long, hot summer. Although I didn't know it then, it was going to be longer and hotter for me than for anyone else. The day it all started, it was my turn to make lunch. But I'd just discovered there was no lunch left to make. I'd done my best. I got a tray ready with plates, knives, forks, napkins, and even a flower I'd found growing on the bathroom wall. All that was missing was the food. Is that it? Tim asked as I carried it in. He was sitting behind his desk, making paper boats out of pages from the phone book. A carton of milk? Half a carton, I replied. We had the other half for breakfast. It was true. Half a carton of long-life milk was all that stood between us and starvation. I'll get some glasses, I said. Don't bother. Tim reached for a cardboard box on the corner of his desk. He turned it upside down. A single straw fell out. That's the last straw, he announced. I'd been living with my big brother, Herbert Timothy Simple, ever since my parents decided to emigrate to Australia. Herbert called himself Tim Diamond. He also called himself a private detective. Neither was true. He wouldn't have been able to find a fingerprint on the end of his own finger. Dead bodies made him feel queasy. When it came to pursuing an investigation, he was so hopeless that the investigation usually ended up pursuing him. I gazed sadly at the milk. You need a job, Tim, I said. I've applied for jobs, Nick, Tim protested. He slid open a drawer in his desk. It was bulging with letters. Look, I've applied for hundreds of jobs. How many rejections have you had? I asked. He scowled. These are the rejections. He fumbled in the pile for a minute and pulled one out, his face brightening. Here's one I haven't heard from yet, he said. Maybe your application got lost in the post.